Welcome to the Unbound Healing Podcast. I'm Anne-Marie Garland, nutritional therapist and health coach at Grassfed Salsa. And with me is my co-host, Michelle Hoover, certified nutritional therapy practitioner and writer of everything you'll find at Unbound Wellness. Here we share everything about overcoming health challenges from autoimmunity to hormone imbalance and more with holistic living, mindset shifts, practical tips, and a real food paleo approach. Remember our disclaimer, the content within this podcast is intended to provide general information and is not to be substituted for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, you guys. It is me, Michelle. It is just me flying solo this week. So if you're wondering why Anne and I both did two solo episodes back to back, it really is just because we had trouble syncing up to record that specific week. So we just said, you know what, let's just split it up. Let's just do our own thing and not worry about stressing ourselves out, trying to find, you know, some time at two o'clock in the morning to record something like that. There's no other weird thing to read into it. It's not like we're in a fight and we're like, let's just record separately. How funny would that be? (laughs) We just kept the podcast going, but we just recorded separately and we didn't listen to each other's episodes and we just weren't just weren't feeling it anymore. <laughs> that's not what's happening. So that's good. And I don't really recall if Anne mentioned this last week, and I'm sure that we're going to talk about it a little bit more next week when we're both together. But you may have noticed that last week's episode was 30 minutes. This week's is going to be around there. And Anne and I are going to be moving more towards doing 30-minute episodes rather than always doing uh, 60 minutes. We're both really busy human beings, uh, and we want to continue on with this podcast, but we just have to, you know, manage our time as best as possible, and we found it better to just take the podcast and cut the time in half and maybe we can ramble a little bit less. Brevity is neither one of our strong suits. That's why we created a show where we can just like yap at people that we don't know every week. (laughs) We like to talk, but we are going to, you know, just keep it as valuable as possible. And I'm sure Anne and I will talk a little bit more about the new format next week. So to start out though, Still wanted to include, still going to be including like what we're loving and the meal of the week just because I think those are really great elements to add in. So what I'm loving, you guys, this one's going to sound kind of ritzy, but it's also really important for all of us. And I have been really into getting massages recently. This is not something that I usually do. Some people, massage therapy is just part of their healing protocol and their maintenance protocol. People that have rheumatoid arthritis or some sort of joint and muscle issues, that could be a great thing that you do every single month to kind of just maintain your health. Uh, Joint stuff has never so much been my issue 
I solve a lot of just kind of the kinks that I get just as a result from sitting in a chair doing computer work all day, just from going to the chiropractor. And I really only have joint issues if I eat nightshades or something like that. But the massages have just kind of been a self-care thing of just relaxing, working out the kinks, and it has just been such an amazing self-care item to add to my list that is pretty short, honestly, of what I do with self-care. I am definitely the kind of person that just runs myself into the ground with work, and I've done two massages this summer, and it's the most massages I've ever done in my life. This close back to back, I've only ever gotten two beforehand, but I went to Massage Envy and that's a chain that I believe is national. I know that we have a lot of them in the Texas area, but they had a really cool offering, which I didn't take them up on, but it's just something to consider for you guys if you were unaware of it. They have, I believe it's around $65 a month, something like that. So kind of like a high-end gym membership where every month you get a free, not a free, you get a massage credit or like they have this stretch program and facials, just kind of like a self-care spa thing. So you get a one-hour credit for a service for $65 a month and then you get discounts, things like that. And usually it's like $100 for a 60-minute massage. They're they're not paying me to say that at all. I mean, I'll take a free massage. Hey, hey. But <laughs> I'm just sharing that information. I didn't, I didn't take advantage of it. But if that's something that you think could be really valuable to your healing journey, to your self-care journey, I think it's something worth, worth looking into for sure. So this week's topic that I'm going to be chatting with you guys about a bit is something that I get a lot of questions on, and I feel like there's just a lot of confusion in the community about it, and I thought it would be great to give my experience, give my thoughts, give my experience from what I've seen working with clients, helping them come through a healing process, and that is how long does it take to heal? Like, is this AIP, is this autoimmune healing phase, like, is this supposed to last forever? How long is this even going to take until I reach this point of optimal health? So the first question that I really wanted to answer within that is, does AIP last forever? And I know that it's confusing when you look at the autoimmune protocol as a 30-day protocol, but then you see people like myself and Anne and lots of other people in the AIP community who continue talking about it for years and years. I'm in my third year blogging, and AIP is still my main core audience. And people come and say sometimes, like, okay, well, this is supposed to be a 30-day thing. Why are you guys talking about it forever? And the thing is that it's not supposed to last forever. It is a 30-day protocol is what it's designed for, but we're going to talk about how, you know, 30 days may not be enough. There's definitely more time that's beneficial for actually healing, but it's supposed to be a short-term protocol where you go through the 
healing phase. You go through taking down the elimination, the inflammation, doing the elimination of foods, doing the lifestyle changes, and then reintroducing foods, and then coming to a point where you reach a stability or a remission in your autoimmunity or your chronic illness. It's not supposed to be this just constant, like, I am full on AIP elimination phase forever and ever and ever and ever. That's not the ideal and that's not really the point of it. It's supposed to be something that helps to heal. So that begs the question, Michelle, why are you still talking about it then three years later? Are you still 100% on the elimination phase? And no, I'm not. Uh, and it is not either. Most people who you see that are in the AIP community for like years and years have done reintroductions. I... We talked about this on one episode in particular, but I eat almonds, I have egg yolks, I have chocolate and coffee and white rice and some different spices like black pepper and seeds and just tons of different stuff. If you really watch Buddy closely, if you follow me on Instagram or anything like that, you'll see a lot of things in there just don't really fit in with an autoimmune protocol diet. And when you see me go to Paris, you're going to watch me just eat dairy. Oh, I do, I do eat goat cheese, things like that here. And you're going to see me do a lot of that over there too. So why is it that these people are still in the AIP community? And why is it that even after people do these reintroductions, why do they stick around in the community? And why do I think it's a good idea for everybody to do that? Because, well, one, I still advocate for the diet and I am very much still AIP template. So I still am nightshade free. I'm still mostly grain free. I don't eat whole eggs. So when it comes down to just like defining that for recipes, like it's pretty AIP still. There may be things that I add in there and you'll see that in some of the recipes that I do, you know, saying like, okay, you could swap this for that, that for that, because I know because I've been able to test it that way. But the autoimmune protocol is still something that I can get behind and something that if I'm talking about, okay, this is a healing lifestyle with autoimmune disease. That's the protocol that I want to advocate for and the thing that I am comfortable getting behind. And I think it's really valuable that even if you've done some sort of reintroductions, um, just keeping an ear to the ground to the AIP community at large, just because it's more than just about the food. You know, we talk about things like lifestyle and sleep and things like this. There's so much more than just the elimination phase of food. And a lot of AIP recipes are still really delicious. And so many people make my recipes that don't even know what AIP is. Like so many people ask me all the time, they're like, what's AIP? They can still, it's still delicious food, guys. So that's just kind of to clear that up. And if you're wondering like, hey, I've done the elimination phase, like that's over. I've done some reintroduction. Should I just like move out of this community? I think it's still a really great community to be a part of because we're still supporting each other with healing autoimmunity. So let's move into how long does it take to heal? Now that we know that the point of this whole community is to actually heal, okay, how long does that take? So first, I think it's really important to consider other factors when you're just saying, when somebody just walks up to me on the street, this has never happened. 
somebody were to walk up to me on the street like, hi, I have such and such autoimmune disease. How long will it take me to heal? Um, well, people ask me that on Instagram, but that's not the, or and email, it's not the street. But if somebody were to ask me that, I would back up and say, okay, here's what we have to consider before we can even start going into the days and the weeks and the months time estimate. So how much are you committing? Is this something that you are just doing? If you're living kind of like this healing lifestyle, 80-20, like are you really, it's a person that's really struggling with some sort of autoimmunity, but you're only going at this 80-20 or 70-30, you're really not 100% committing, it's going to take longer. Uh, How many healing foods and healing nourishing things are you actually adding in. So these protocols can often be very focused on taking things out. And yes, lowering inflammation is a big part of it, but so much of healing comes from what we add in, not just what we take out. So are you adding in the really nutrient-dense foods like bone broth and collagen and liver and fermented foods? Are you doing the self-care activities like massages, um, meditation, prayer, really taking time for yourself, taking time for community, taking time for sleep, stress reduction, all of those things. How much are you really doing and how committed are you into this lifestyle and how many healing things are you adding in? Not just, hey, are you following this food list, but is it going for nutrient density and maximum restoration? That's something else I would ask. Um, And of course, to start with even, how is your health even? Are you coming at this as somebody who just feels completely debilitated with your autoimmune disease or with your chronic illness? And have you been battling this for years and years and years? It's going to take a lot longer to heal than somebody who was just diagnosed with Hashimoto's or just diagnosed with RA. Like if you've had this for years, it's progressed a little bit further. There's been a little bit more tissue damage. There's, you know, your body has been producing antibodies for longer. They could potentially be higher. So if you've been at this point for a little bit longer, the... It said that, you know, it's going to take minimum at least the same amount of time it took to get sick to heal. Some people say it's three times as long. I find that that really varies. But if you know that you've been actively sick for five years, you can't expect to be 100% better in 30 days. It's just going to take longer than that. So that's something to really assess going into it, just really get your expectations set to the right level of, okay, what am I even trying to do here? How far along is this? How extreme is it? How much am I willing to commit? And then something else that I think is really, really important is how on target is your protocol even? Are you starting the autoimmune protocol, but you actually need to also layer on a low histamine approach or a low FODMAP approach? Or do you have really poor digestion and you need to also layer on a lot of digestive support or an adrenal protocol or some sort of hormone balancing? So are you just doing the diet and not any of these other things? Then at the end of the day, 
you can take, a, maybe it's going to take some pressure off of the other things that you're dealing with, but to be the most effective as possible, I always advocate for people to do, you know, a healing protocol and then work with a doctor one-on-one. I would have saved myself so much time if I would have not self-diagnosed myself with so many things and actually got the testing, actually figured things out. I am, gosh, oh, over 10 years into having an autoimmune disease and I am still actively testing for things, still peeling back the layers of the onion. I can't believe I said that. I hate it when people say peeling back the layers of the onion, but it's honestly, it's a good, it, it, it flowed there. <laughs> Anyway, um, I'm still figuring things out. And we'll get to that at the end, how this is just all kind of a long-term thing. But it it takes time to figure out, like, okay, what is the perfect protocol? I'm pretty sure it was the first episode of this podcast. I said, wouldn't it be great if you could just step on a scale and it just, like, spits out, like, this is what's wrong with you. This is what you need to do. The, one of the hardest parts about going through healing protocols is – Figuring out what you actually need to do and figuring out what is wrong, not even just doing it, but figuring it out. But I'm sure you guys can all relate to that, and I'm still figuring that out too, but I digress. So those are the things that I would really consider before you even start taking these months and dates and these numbers that I'm going to throw out to heart. And before I move into these, I just wanted to add the disclaimer, which I feel like is pretty obvious, but I just wanted to put it out there just in case that everybody is different. Not only are you dealing with the factors above, but you're dealing with your own bio-individuality. So there are people that I know, even in my own family, like my dad is just this healing machine. Like every time he gets sick or anytime something bad happens, he just snaps back so quick. I'm not like that. Uh, and you know, my, my dad and I are very similar genetic wise, but bio-individually, we're still really different in that I'm not going to snap back as easily. Easily, It's going to take me a lot longer. If he had some of these issues, he would be on the lower spectrum of all of these numbers that I'm going to give out. I would be on the higher spectrum. Um, and I'm just using my dad as an example because I'm always just amazed by him every time that he gets, you know, a wisdom tooth surgery and he's just like walking around the next day and it takes me like two weeks in zombie mode. <laughs> but I'm sure that you all know somebody like that who is just this healing machine and you're just struggling a little longer. So that's something to take into account with all of these numbers that I'm going to throw out is that it's just different for everybody. But how long does it take? So two weeks if you are on a protocol that is like really on target, if you are really inflamed and you are just walking around putting things into your body, putting things into your environment, into your life, like every single day that are just weighing you down, like let's say you have celiac disease or like just really bad intestinal permeability, but you're eating gluten every day, you're eating M&Ms all the time. Um, 
So basically like Michelle a few years ago, like that was me. I was just doing all of that stuff. And then I figured out a pretty on target protocol for me at the time to really just get that inflammation down. And it was really at the time it was before I'd even heard about the autoimmune protocol and it was really an autoimmune protocol that I was following more or less with added supplements and things to, you know, make it bio individual for me. But it was two weeks where I just felt this fog lift and it can happen that quick. Like we can feel just that fog lift because our body is so inflamed and we're finally giving it that break where it's like, whoa, like I don't feel like I'm constantly inundating myself with things that are in, just adding to this inflammation. I'm not always eating that gluten and that soy and that processed sugar and the processed carbs. And I'm not, you know, staying up until two o'clock in the morning watching the office all the time or uh, just, you know, any number of things. If you are really inflamed and you pull back on that stuff, you can really see a good amount of change pretty quick. And for some people that could be a really good indicator that you're on target, but then again, you could be just one of the people that it takes a little bit longer. So I would say that if you, I would say two weeks is what I experienced. And I'm pretty sure that Anne talked about experiencing some pretty early success as well. A lot of people do that, you know, they see themselves lose a lot of inflammation weight. They see headaches go away or just symptoms that were really bad, just kind of wash away. And then 30 to 60 days is the next number that I would call out. And that is, that could be a good amount of time to where you could start reintroducing foods and seeing some really significant changes. So about 30 to 60 days was when I started seeing more significant changes other than just like the initial shock of like, oh my gosh, I'm not half asleep all the time. And I see a lot of people do that as well. When I was working with people one-on-one -on -one and I would see them, you know, two months in, they were saying, hey, like a lot of these really bad symptoms of really poor digestion or really bad blood sugar regulation, they are going down. So there were some pretty significant changes that you can make in that one month to two months. So the autoimmune protocol is one that people will follow for 30 days minimum, but a lot of the time they need more. I rarely see people just do 30 days and then they're just like a million percent after that. That's kind of the template to start with, but you build from there. So three to six months is one that I would call out kind of that sort of range to where you can really, where I, in my experience, really seeing changes in lab work like getting my thyroid retested in six months and actually seeing the number move or getting a new hair mineral analysis or a stool test or something like that. Like seeing that number can act, actually move within that time period. Because if you do something and it's like a month after you try to test it again, especially if you're looking at antibodies, a lot of the time that number can take a little bit to come down. Um, if it's a hormonal number, like estrogen or TSH, you know, hormones go in cycles, um, adrenal numbers, like those just take a little bit of time. So that'll take a few months. And I would just, you know, work with your doctor on that, of course, if they want you to get tested 
more often than that, do that, go with what your doctor says, but just saying in my experience, um, if you don't get, you know, just like these immediate crazy results, I definitely didn't, but I did get results later on. So two years, that's a big number to call out one to two years, like really getting into years. If we're looking at the gaps diet, that's the gut and psychology syndrome. And a lot of what my schooling and the nutritional therapy association, a lot of those instructors will talk about like, yeah, that's really what it takes. Like if you're really trying to heal like deep, deep food intolerances, deep, deep mineral deficiencies, like if you're really trying to rebalance things that are really far gone, it could take up to two years to fully bring the body back into balance. And now there are peaks and valleys within that. I have seen shorter times with that. Um, I had, it was I'm going to say that it was about a year. It was definitely less than two years that I did a hair mineral analysis. And in the beginning, I was just in the tank with all of my minerals. Everything was low and within less. And that those are things that are really hard to get back up. But I did a protocol. I worked with my doctor to find like exactly what minerals I should be supplementing with and within what amounts. And in less than two years, I was way up, like back to normal in tons of things. So I wasn't going to see those numbers in 30 days. I needed to wait like a year, but I wasn't waiting two years. So it depends, you know, how long those mineral deficiencies are going. But a lot of people, a lot of doctors, even really um, just great doctors like Chris Kresser and uh, like I said, a lot of people in the Nutritional Therapy Association will say, yeah, two years could be if it's a really deep thing that you're trying to heal. The body needs time to heal. And what can be a positive about that is that you can be set pretty good. It's going to be like it's harder for me now to put my minerals in the tank after I did all that work. Um bringing them back up. So finally, long-term. So what does this whole thing look like long-term? Like how long, like, do I keep following this lifestyle forever? Like we'd already talked about, okay, the point is to heal and change your lifestyle, but there will always be something that will pop up. I've talked to women who you know, took several years to really address their autoimmunity. And then, you know, they were in their thirties and they moved into their late forties or, you know, beyond that. And they're like, okay, well, there were all these problems in the beginning and now I'm in menopause. Like there's different things or you go through several years and your, your job totally changes and you have a totally different line of stress to deal with right now, which that's my thing. I'm just dealing with different stressors now than I did when I was 17 years old. Like my biggest stressor was like, Ugh, can I make it to fourth period without wanting to go to the soda machine and get a diet Coke? Like that was my biggest stressor back then. Now my biggest stress is like, they're very different. So I just have different things piling on top of me and those stressors cause, you know, flares and bad days and sleepless nights and, you know, just so many different things can pop up. So that is a big reason why people are in this healing community long-term. If they've seen it work for them, if they've seen it, 
just bring them all of this healing and all this beauty after being in a fog for so long, why would I go back to going and getting a soda at four o'clock every day and eating M&Ms all the time? I would rather stay in this template where it's, you know, it's different than what I was eating before, but I'm happy. I'm more nourished than I was before because I'm eating real foods. I can still eat a lot of the foods that I love and I'm just keeping my level of inflammation lower. So living that healing lifestyle of keeping up with um, avoiding the foods that you know just don't work for you or the self-care practices or the sleep or working with the doctor that, you know, keeping up that relationship with a doctor, continuing to get testing, all of those things, doing those things long-term, but keeping in mind the point is we want to add in more things. We want to broaden our lifestyle. We don't want to be in this elimination healing phase forever. We want to add in more things for sure, but that healing lifestyle is just going to shave that inflammation off the top uh, and, you know, keep it a lot easier to stay healthy and happy. I think that every person on earth should be living a healing lifestyle where they are doing restorative things like eating healing foods and doing lots of self-care. Like that is what I define as a healing lifestyle, not just like a strict elimination protocol. It's living a lifestyle that is restorative and nourishing and rejuvenating. So as always, we are open to questions on this topic. Um, unboundhealing at gmail.com is our email address. It's kind of weird doing a solo episode of like getting feedback, not getting feedback from man. Like, did I miss something? But I think I said everything that I wanted to, but if you have some questions, you can email. If you're like, Michelle, wait, you totally didn't say this thing. I don't have any backup here. It's just me and the cat. Um, and he's not talking. So <laughs> we're going to close out with a meal of the week. And this isn't a meal, but I should have this up on the blog next week. I think it's on my content calendar for then. Um, it is on the content calendar for some time, you know, during this back to school season because I'm trying to do a lot of back to school snacks and, you know, easy weeknight dinners, things like that. I'm not going back to school, but I sympathize with everybody who's in that, you know, phase at that stage in life where it's back to school time. I'm a little jealous sometimes. I, I did enjoy that whole thing, especially in college. But anyway, so my snack of the week, it is this basically grain-free granola bar that I made. I will have the recipe up on the website. And I actually have another grain-free granola bar that I did last year. This is similar. It's just a little bit different, but it's made with almonds. So again, reintroduction. You can do it with tiger nuts too if you're nut-free, but I, I think that almonds are, you know, if you're aiming towards reintroducing things, almonds are really healthy and delicious. So it's got almonds in it. It's got coconut chips, coconut butter, coconut oil. There's some chocolate chips in there, some other reintroductions, some dried blueberries, and some collagen and some dates as well. So it's basically just got lots of healthy fats, some protein from like the vital proteins, collagen, uh, some, you know, natural sweetener, a little bit extra sweetie with the chocolate, but it's just a really yummy snack bar. 
And if you are in school or just like in work wanting to get something that is, it tastes like a little treat, but it's really just like lots of healthy fats and protein. Um, it was really delicious. I was working at the library this past weekend and I brought one with me and I wasn't allowed to eat it in the library, but I did it anyway. So um, that's my rebel moment. So that's been it for this week. I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode with me flying solo. We'll be back next week. Um, you know where to find us, unboundhealing at gmail.com us on social media. I'm Unbound Wellness and is grass-fed salsa. And we always appreciate feedback of any kind. We love when you guys leave reviews in iTunes. That is really helpful. And it's really quick to just write a little review like, hey, thanks guys for the advice on peeling back layers of onions. I don't know. <laughs> say, say whatever is constructive and helpful. Um, and leave a star review, all that stuff. And yeah, if you have any questions, you know where to find us. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Unbound Healing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, you can find more from me, Anne, at grassfedsalsa.com and more from Michelle at unboundwellness.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.